Welcome to the latest edition of the Zero Pain Philosophy Podcast. I'm Carl. And I'm Matt. And together we founded Zero Pain Philosophy to bring the very latest in the world of pain management direct to you. This podcast is created specifically for you, our subscribers. In this month's Members Podcast, we will be talking about the use of tramadol for providing post-operative pain management in dogs. This remains a controversial topic surrounding the benefits, if any, of tramadol for this indication. And I'm sure we've all got questions with regard to how we should manage this situation and what we should advise to our clients when we're prescribing or thinking about prescribing tramadol in addition to other post-operative analgesics. A recent published review entitled The Efficacy of Tramadol for Post-Operative Pain Management in Dogs, Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis was published in Veterinary Anesthesia and Analgesia in 2021 by the authors Donati et al. This review has highlighted the available literature to date and we hope will form the basis of some more current and up-to-date guidelines for the use of tramadol. Let's just explore a little bit about um, what tramadol is to start with before we kind of move on and look at how they performed the review. So tramadol is a synthetic analgesic with its effect mediated by its interaction with opioid, serotonergic and noradrenergic receptors. The M1 metabolite has an affinity of around 200 times greater than tramadol for the mu opioid receptor. What we're aware of in dogs though is the amount of M1 produced varies greatly between individuals and previous studies have also shown differences in its production amongst different dog breeds. Because of the variation in M1 levels amongst dog breeds, it makes it hard to know whether giving tramadol or prescribing tramadol to a patient for post-operative pain management will be effective. How then was this review, this study performed? The type of study, um, so they selected 26 randomised control trials, RCTs, and included 848 dogs between July 2019 and June 2020. And they were selected based on the inclusion criteria to perform a meta-analysis. And this is a really important um, consideration when we look at um, RCTs and we look at the guidelines for including data. They use the preferred reporting items for systematic reviews and meta-analysis, the PRISMA guidelines, to guide data collection and data use. And this gives us a high level of certainty in terms of the information provided from their meta-analysis. The background um, to the study is centred around the reasons for tramadol being used extensively for the provision of post-operative analgesia in dogs, 
despite a lack of published evidence supporting this indication. And the study was designed to assess the appropriateness of using tramadol for the management of post-operative pain in dogs. The study design involved two review authors um, collecting the data and performing the meta-analysis. The primary outcome was to determine the number of dogs requiring post-operative analgesia and the secondary outcome was to look at the highest pain score in the post-operative period and any adverse or unwanted events that were documented. The search terms used included tramadol, pain, post-operative or surgery and dogs and canines. Comparison studies, those using tramadol plus another analgesic were excluded as were studies that use another post-operative analgesic. Appropriate use of a validated pain scale was also required. The certainty of evidence was assessed to grade the applicability of the study data. Let's then move on and look at the results. So 9,008 studies were accessed of which 26 met the RCT, so the Randomised Control Trial Criteria. 848 dogs were included in the meta-analysis and in those dogs they, went, they underwent a variety of surgical procedures. They then looked at various results with regard to tramadol versus something else. So let's look at those in a little bit more detail. The first was tramadol versus no treatment. And there was a moderate certainty of evidence to a reduction in the rescue analgesic requirement when tramadol was compared to no other analgesic given, which makes sense, doesn't it? If we gave no analgesia, and we would obviously ascertain that a high level of rescue analgesic requirement was needed. And if we've used tramadol, then it reduced that rescue analgesic requirement. Tramadol versus methadone. There was some uncertainty in the data production here. And this, again, will be down to the, um, the studies that were used to produce the meta-analysis. But... It was found that a higher requirement for rescue analgesia was required when tramadol was used compared to methadone. With regard to tramadol versus morphine, there were similar rescue analgesic requirements and similar pain scores amongst the two groups, but there was a low certainty of evidence with regard to the study design of those studies that were included in the meta-analysis. Tramadol versus butorphanol, there was less requirements for rescue analgesia and lower pain scores in the tramadol dogs compared to the butorphanol dogs, but again, there was a low certainty of evidence. Tramadol versus buprenorphine, the authors concluded that 
that the use of tramadol may result in less in less rescue analgesia requirements, but there was a very low certainty of evidence with this um, result. Tramadol versus codeine, again, a low certainty of evidence, but the use of tramadol may reduce rescue analgesia requirements compared to codeine. Tramadol versus transdermal fentanyl, there was no certainty that could be drawn from the data that was analysed and used in the review. Tramadol versus the COX inhibitors, there was a higher requirement for rescue analgesia when tramadol was administered compared to a COX inhibitor, but again, there was a low certainty of evidence associated with this data set. The adverse events reported were um, things like excess salivation and head nodding, but they were reported to be self-limiting in all cases. The overall certainty of evidence was low to very low, which, which highlights the, the data that the authors were using to include in the meta-analysis was not of the highest of quality. The author conclusions were based on this overall certainty of evidence of low to very low due to the low sample sizes and no power calculations in those recruited studies. This meta-analysis must therefore be interpreted with caution, but compared with no analgesic, the use of tramadol probably results in lower requirements for rescue analgesia although the author's final conclusion was that additional studies are required to investigate this further. There are some limitations, though, associated with this meta-analysis. The use of some pain scales with inconsistent intervention levels and inter-user variability was a concern, and the lack of reported results to allow more interpretation and expansion of primary outcomes was not clear in the studies that were included in the analysis. Low study members in each of the individual groups meant that they did not allow for subgroup analysis in each of the individual studies. So what are our zero pain philosophy conclusions based on this recent review of the use of tramadol for post-operative pain in dogs? I think the evidence remained weak to support the use of tramadol for treatment of post-operative pain in dogs and this has not necessarily moved forward in terms of allowing us to make a decision that we should be recommending tramadol certainly um, when we've got other analgesic options available to us. Without the availability of a full mu agonist, tramadol may be, though, a suitable alternative, but further studies are required before the routine use of tramadol in this setting can be advised. With the current evidence, methadone remains a superior post-operative analgesic in dogs, and where appropriate, the COX inhibitor, COX inhibiting non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs also remain a superior post-operative analgesic 
in dogs. How then can tramadol be incorporated into our analgesia provision for dogs? Tramadol may be considered as part of a multimodal approach to post-operative pain management, but its sole use is not recommended unless a full mu agonist such as methadone or a partial agonist such as buprenorphine are not available. The importance of regular pain assessment using a validated pain scale cannot be understated to ensure that appropriate analgesia is provided at all times in the immediate post-operative period. Don't forget that as a sub subscriber to Zero Pain Philosophy that you do have access to our pain consultations which you can access via um, the members area of the website and if you have any difficult cases where you are struggling with good provision of analgesia then please do get in touch. Don't forget that this review was centred around post-operative analgesia which is different to the use of tramadol for chronic pain management and if you do have those cases where you've had discussion with the pet owner and they feel that tramadol is, is of benefit in chronic pain management then it is going to be an option that should be considered. So there's a difference here between acute pain and chronic pain use of tramadol. Anything that crops up, any queries, please do look at our pain updates and please do get in touch if you have any comments following listening to the po this podcast on the Zero Pain Philosophy Forum. Thank you and we look forward to the next of our series of podcasts for our Zero Pain Philosophy members. Thank you.